News when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Doug Krisner. The New Hampshire GOP primary is shaping up to be make or break for Nikki Haley. This race is now down to just Haley versus Donald Trump. That's after Florida Governor Ron DeSantis suspended his bid on Sunday. Bloomberg's Michael Shepard sets the scene. New Hampshire is famous for surprises, and yet I think that we are heading toward what could be another Trump victory based on the polling that we're seeing ahead of the actual primary kicking off in a couple of hours. That is Bloomberg's Michael Shepard. Now, Haley supporters are saying she still has a chance to upset Trump or at least come in a close second, but that window is narrowing. The U.S. is signaling it intends to wage a sustained campaign against Houthi rebels in Yemen. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has more. The latest attacks against eight sites hitting underground that the U.S. has housed arms and surveillance systems intelligence. It says the U.S.-U.K. operation did major damage and has set back Houthi efforts to carry out attacks on U.S. military and shipping in the Red Sea. The joint statement says, let us reiterate our warning to Houthi leadership. We will not hesitate to defend lives and the free flow of commerce. The Iran-backed Houthis also issued a statement saying the new aggression will not go unpunished. Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. Elon Musk is addressing the rise in anti-Semitic content on his social media platform X. Musk was speaking earlier at a conference hosted by the European Jewish Association in Krakow, Poland. He said bias on the platform is toward more free speech. Free speech wins in in that if somebody says something that's false, uh, it, it, especially on our platform, you can then reply to it with the correction. And then I'm a huge fan of community notes. I've put, we've put um, maximum resources and attention behind community notes. So if somebody tries to push a falsehood, like Holocaust denial or something like that, they can immediately be corrected. And, and, they, and you can't get rid of the tag. <laughs> it's like stuck on you. That is Elon Musk, who was speaking with right-wing commentator Ben Shapiro at the EJA conference. Earlier in the day, they both toured Auschwitz and took part in a private memorial service at the former Nazi death camp. Authorities in China are surveying damage after a magnitude 7.1 earthquake struck a sparsely populated part of China's western Xinjiang province. No casualties have been reported. The Bank of Japan has maintained its stance on monetary policy, to no surprise of economists. The BOJ's policy rate was left at a negative 10 basis points, and yield curve control measures were left in place. At the same time, the BOJ left forward guidance unchanged. Authorities in China are mulling a rescue package for the Chinese equity market. We are told policymakers are seeking to mobilize about $278 billion worth of firepower, mainly from offshore accounts of Chinese state-owned enterprises. Now, this would be part of a stabilization fund to buy shares onshore through the Hong Kong Exchange Link. Earlier attempts to restore confidence in the equity market have fallen short, one of the reasons that Premier Lia Chung was calling for forceful steps to bolster confidence. The Biden administration is saying Nippon Steel's bid to buy U.S. steel deserves a look from U.S. officials. Here's the head of the National Economic Council, Lael Brainerd. When it comes to particular acquisitions, obviously we have a law in place uh, that is designed to ensure uh, that national security is taken into account as well as supply chain resilience. Uh, Steel is an industry that has very important national security considerations. We've seen that 
uh, in previous policies. Lael Brainerd there, the head of the National Economic Council. Now, the Nippon U.S. Steel deal is valued at $14.1 billion, and it would create the world's second largest steel company. Union leaders and prominent Democrats have worried about the deal's impact not only on jobs but supply chains as well. A review of the deal by the Committee on Foreign Investment in the U.S. is in its early stages, and it may extend into 2025. And that's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Doug Krisner, and this is Bloomberg. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.